And we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey, one half of the Corey and Full Effect podcast. And I'm back like I never left episode 10. I figured, I think I said this in the last episode, but I figured it out. This is the 10th installment of What Wednesdays. Again, I did two in one day. That's why I was messed up with my numbering. But I am back like I'm ne- like I never left. Again, my co-host, Jordan, the fitness section of the Corner Full Effect podcast is still on paternity leave. I think he's gonna Jordan's probably gonna be back for the end of the year. That that's my bet. How close to the end of the year? Nah, I don't know. I think he's gonna try, he's probably gonna try to be back before the end of the year. I know he's adding more and more things into his schedule. But again, for those of you that your first time listening. On the Corner Full Effect podcast, we talk about health and wealth and finances and fitness and everything in between. We want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best. Yes, yes. However, as I said, my co-host who does the fitness section is still on paternity leave. So y'all getting straight finance information while he is out, a.k.a. Wealth Wednesdays. Now, before I get started, please make sure you hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you share, subscribe, make sure you turn on that notification bell so when we post new videos... You get alerted on the podcast platforms. Make sure you leave those rating reviews as well. My contact information as well as Jordan is in the show notes on YouTube. For you podcast listeners, you can find myself at sideline underscore Corey, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can follow Jordan at Stop Stalling J on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And his business page is finally fit. And that will be on Instagram and Facebook. And then lastly, his website is finallyfit.live. Okay, look at that. Oh, yes, he let the intro over in two minutes. Look at that. All right. Now, y'all know on Wealth Wednesdays, we get straight to it. Now, what are, what are the chances on the last Wealth Wednesday I talked about? Is the student loan forgiveness illegal? This is why it's good to record like every day or more frequently than every other week as we were doing. We did two episodes in one day because the current events would just be updated so quickly. So got released last week. Hey, are the student loans illegal? And I was like, all right, I'm going to do a new topic and you know, wait for the student loan information to drop. Like That's going to be a little bit delayed. Nope. Yesterday, the White House uh, looks like they released the form for the student loan forgiveness. Now, however, they're like, it's not going to stick to their word when they say the form will be released in the first half of October because the first half would have to be the 15th or before. And it looks like it's going to be released, I think, next week at the earliest. However, though, we're going to get into this form. We're going to get into this form. But first, we're going to, y'all know I'm going to share the screen and read an article. This is CNN Politics. Read an article real quick because some, some of the information, I don't know if it's changed or I'm, I'm just bad at reading. I just have bad reading comprehension skills, which I might have. You ask people in elementary school, my teachers. But we're going to look at an article released by CNN Politics by Betsy Clean Klein and Katie who, Lobosco. I think that's it. Um, this is yesterday, 115, October 11, 2022. The article is titled Biden Administration Preview Student Loan Forgiveness Application Website. They got an article here about people saying cancel student loan debt. We got people went to uh, the only person, there's multiple people here, but the only one where you can see what college they supposedly went to based off this shirt is this black guy. It looks like they, they got a Howard shirt on. Howard, I think, is second highest for HBCU as far as um, how much it costs to go there. Spelman is the most. That's neither here nor there. I do not have a set on that later. All right. Article starts, starts off with says the Biden administration on Tuesday, a.k.a. yesterday, offered a preview of the student loan forgiveness application website. I will show the application and I'll make sure I thoroughly go through it for your podcast listeners. But the application website, which it described as short and simple ahead of its launch, expected later this month. And I, I am going to say the application 
does look extremely straightforward, extremely straightforward. In August, President Biden announced a decision to cancel up again up to 10K for people who did not receive a Pell Grant and up to 20K for people who did receive a Pell Grant. Single people, you need to have made less than $125,000 and married people, you have to make less than $250,000. And that's that's married. $125,000 is for single and people who are married filing joint. Then $250K is for married. Excuse me, married filing separately. Excuse me, married filing separately is $125,000. Married filing joint is $250,000. Um, if you qualify as a widow or widower, that's $250,000. And then head of household is 250000 as well. All right. Officials said the website will be live later this month. And I'm reading this as of October 12th, 2022. And applications will be open through December 2023. See, when I first spoke about this, I was saying December 2022. I don't know where I got that from, but that's what I believe I had saw. And I was like, damn, I'm going to give you all a couple of months. But they're giving you all apparently till December 2023. But again, they, they, they declined to provide a specific launch date. And... Uh, the form was shared. They shared the form with reporters. It's a PDF. So it's not like they the live. The website isn't live yet. They just shared a PDF <laughs> of this form. OK. And then uh, here's a quote it says we worked really hard to make this application simple and straightforward. We kept a number of questions to a minimum designed in collaboration with user testing. Borrowers will not need to log in with their FSA ID. They will not need to upload any documents. The application will be available on both computers and mobile devices. It will be available in both English and Spanish and, of course, accessible to people with disabilities. A senior administration official briefing reporters said Tuesday. OK, the form applies. Uh, the form um, the form to apply includes information on the debt relief, who qualifies, et cetera. Right. It's application. You guys need to put in your full name, your social, your date of birth, your phone number and your email address. That's all they are asking for. That's less stuff than your driver's license. You just need your name, your name, number, right? Name, number, date of birth, and your social and your email. Okay. A second administration official said that the vast majority of borrowers, nearly 95% with qualifying loans, meet the income requirement and that there will be strict fraud. <laughs> oh, yes. Please don't get scammed with the student loan stuff. If you're not receiving anything, excuse me. Excuse me. If you're not receiving anything from the uh, student aid, uh, the federal website, I think it's studentaid.gov, where you're actually supposed to subscribe to these emails um, that I told you all about. I would not be clicking on any of those links. I, it is well known that the student um, loan forgiveness application fraud is running rampant. So please be aware of that. However, as they said, 95% with qualifying loans. Okay. They change who is going to meet these qualification standards, they reduce the pot. Uh, I think it was originally 40 million. The pot has been decreased from that 40 million. I think it was the Perkins loans and something else that qualified. They and they no longer qualify now. I don't I don't keep up as much because all my clients are getting it. And I don't I'm not big on the forgiveness in the sense of just pay it off. So I, I just stay well versed enough with this stuff for y'all. And then for my particular clients, all my clients qualify. And so that's all I got to worry about. Again, talked about last episode. You need to be weary if your state Federal government will not uh, tax this, but your state may be taxing this. OK, so you need to look that up. And th they said the states might tax it that, that are planning to tax it. They keep saying that they might tax it. So you need to look and see if your state's going to tax it. If you live in Indiana, shout out to episode nine of Wealth Wednesday. It looks like y'all going to have to pay some of them taxes. All right. The form said that the Department of Education will determine eligibility and get in contact with applicants if more information is needed. So if your social, your name, your date of birth, um, your phone number, email address is not enough. They're going to be contacting you again. Who is eligible? 
Borrowers must have federally held student loans to qualify in addition to federal direct loans used to pay for an undergraduate degree, federal plus loans borrowed by graduate students and parents may also be eligible for the borrower if the borrower meets the income requirements. All right. So again, parent plus loans and graduate also will qualify as long as they're federally held. Borrowers who had whose federal student loans are guaranteed by the government, but held by private lenders, many of which were made under the former federal family education loan program and federal Perkins loan program are currently excluded. There we go. That, that federal Perkins. These names are so long. That's why it's hard to remember. They all say federal, federal. It's like, goodness gracious. Okay. So again, the Perkins is excluded and the federal family education loan uh, program ones are excluded as well, but they're only excluded um, but they're not excluded, excuse me, unless a borrower applied to consolidate those loans into direct loans by September 29th. So you had to September 29th, so a little over two weeks, a little under two weeks ago, to consolidate these loans into a direct loan. <laughs> and so you could get the forgiveness. Individuals who earn again less than 125k. Here's the big kicker. Here's the big kicker. It, the income threshold is 125k single, 250k married is either for 2020 or 2021, they're going to let y'all use your 2020 income. Again, as I've said multiple times, the student loan relief or forgiveness isn't forgiveness. It is COVID relief. And they're letting y'all use y'all 20. They gave me all back to 2020 over two years ago. And a lot of people lost their jobs or they lost their job, got another job and they took, took a, a decrease in income. They're going to let y'all use your 2020 income. Obviously, your 2021 makes sense because. Can't use your 2022 yet because you haven't filed those taxes, but they're letting you use your 2020 income. All right. And married couples that are households, again, like I said, it's a 250K or, um, or less. Again, up to 10K if you didn't get a Pell Grant, 20K if you did get a Pell Grant. And this is per borrower. So if you're married and you and your spouse got each got a Pell Grant, that's 40K and for, up to 40K and forgiveness you can get. Okay. And then the income thresholds are based on your AGI or adjusted gross income. I believe this is like line 11. You look at your 1040 and this is like line 11 or something like that. But your adjusted gross income is your gross. And then depending on, you know, what stage you live in and what you filed on your taxes, but it's your adjusted gross income is typically less than your gross income. All right. And then if a qualifying buyer, again, you have Pell Grant, you get the 20K and the Department of Education has already already has information on file about who has received a Pell Grant and borrowers won't need to provide proof they receive the aid in order to receive the additional relief. OK, so if you got a Pell Grant, the, the their Department of Education is saying they will not need you to let them know. And then when will you receive the relief? After some application, most qualifying borrowers expect to receive relief within weeks. Weeks is very vague. OK. Officials said that the goal is to begin to get the debt relief process ahead of next January when student loan payments will begin after a multi-year freeze amid the COVID-19 pandemic. So they want to make sure that the 10K is forgiven before these student loans pick back up for the people who put in the application in a timely manner so that when the loans start back up, you guys are going to get interest charged again as well. They're not just making you start the payments again. The interest is going to kick back on. So they want to make sure that 10K gets forgiven in a timely manner. And it's going to it's going to be a headache because some people are going to apply. Let's just I think they said November 15th. Let me see what day of the week November 15th is. But I think they said you need to have it in by November 15th. November 15th is a Tuesday. So if somebody puts it in on November 16th. And then they got interest charged on their 10K. All right, that's going to be a headache. But they want to give um, people who put it in time. You know, they want to make sure that they don't have the interest charge on the 10K and forgiveness or the 20K. 
All right. And then 40K total if you're married, right? You'd be looking at. All right. And we hope and expect to deliver student loan relief to millions of Americans before the loan repayments restart. And we expect the process from a completed application to debt relief for the vast majority of bars that happen in a matter of weeks, the first official said. And then Department of Education, yep, they're facing several lawsuits as we talked about on episode nine, challenging student loan forgiveness policy. A U.S. district judge could decide Wednesday whether to temporarily block the program from taking effect. All right, I might have, I might have to go live again. I might have to go live again because today's Wednesday and it, it, it's early in the morning, so this judge might rule and just just delete. Might as well just delete this whole podcast because he might uh put it on hold. How can borrowers verify that they qualify? Again, check Department of Education's website. Um, some borrowers that also has yet they already have your income information. How to do your previously submitted financial aid forms or income-driven repayment plan applications. And what will likely happen is if the Department of Education has your income already, your 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 application is probably going to get processed faster. So what's going to happen is is the reason this you guys have to truly submit a form and the delay and things like that is because the Department of Education does not have your income. The Department of Treasury does. Remember. The IRS is a subset of the Department of Treasury. So when the stimulus checks came out due to the COVID relief, you didn't have to fill out an application or things like that. You know, most people didn't have an issue. You didn't have to fill out any information because the Department of Treasury sent out those stimulus checks and they already had your income. So they don't they don't need you to tell them how much money you make as long as you commit tax fraud. They already know how much money you make. However, the Department of Education does not have that income information. Unless you're in a situation where you did this income driven repayment plan or already submitted financial aid forms for them. So they're going to that's why they need your social right to contact likely the Department of Treasury. They might probably have this information now, but they're going to cross reference with the Department of Treasury's information and look at your tax returns for 2020 or 2021. And make sure that your tax returns show that you're under that 125K or the 250K. That's where the delay is probably truly occurring. For those of you who don't need who for those of you, the Department of Education already has your income. You're, I would be, I would think that your application is probably going to process faster because they're not going to have to jump through the extra hoop. They still might cross reference just to double check, but then again, you know, the, depending on their process and how they verify your income for the income based repayment or these uh, submitted financial aid forms, they might have already cross referenced that information, and so they might not have to go through that extra uh, extra hoop to verify that your income um, is true. Um, based off of uh, what you say, you just check a box. I'm gonna get to the form because uh, we're, we're at the end of this article. All you gotta do is check a box though, and just say, "Yep, I, I, I make underneath this threshold." Um, yeah, borrowers will be required. Um, wait, yeah, bar- Department of Education does not have information for millions of borrowers. All borrowers will be required to self-attest that they meet the income requirements. Borrowers will be required to agree with a series of terms, right? Verification. Yep, and they will also be yep certified and accurate. Administration officials said that applications who are more likely to exceed the income cutoff will be required to submit additional information, like a tax transcript. The officials did not provide further details on who may be asked to provide further income information. That's going to be interesting. I, I don't understand why, if they think you're going to be over the threshold, you need to provide information. How are you verifying that the people underneath the threshold? This is where it gets confusing. There will be a multi-step process to prevent fraud, administration officials said, noting that just 5% of borrowers with eligible federal student loans would not qualify due to the income threshold. 5% of borrowers was eligible. Okay, so out of out of 100% of people who are eligible, they're saying 5% of y'all is over the income threshold. This is why I made the tweet. 
either the news is lying or y'all is lying because the news keeps saying y'all don't got no money. So out of everybody who qualifies for these student loans, 95% of y'all who are single make less than 125K for your taxes in 2020 or 2021. And then those of y'all that are married, y'all make less than 250K. And that's 5% total. So that's including, that's the whole pot. So who knows how that breaks out for married and single people. All right. So some, somebody's lying. So, you know, out of all y'all claiming, if you're getting a student loan forgiveness, I know how much you made in 2020 or 2021. If you're single in that time frame, it's less than 125K. If you're married, less than 250K. That, that, that's just what this is saying. And then there are also efforts underway to ensure the website does not crash <laughs> amid high expected demand from borrowers, including additional support from web traffic and web volume. It said the story has been updated with additional information. So my guess is this is the most recent update of this article. I love how that's the last line. They're going to make sure the website doesn't crash. Let that website crash. You're not going to have nothing. All right. That's it for this article. Again, this article was titled Biden Administration Preview Student Loan Forgiveness Application Website. But y'all want to know what the application looked like. Oh, snap. And there are going to be two versions on here. This is the website version. And then there's going to also be the um, the uh, mobile version. But it's the exact same thing. The mobile version, obviously, just more condensed for your cell phone. Okay. So this is what the website looks like. If you've ever been on any federal government website they all look exactly the same for those of you who know how federal government works for the website they have that particular styling and things like that a lot of times for people with disabilities compliance rules and things like that <clears throat> but the forms looks i mean it's just straight up you're gonna have an english option you're gonna have a, a spanish option and then, so let's say apply for federal student loan debt relief is gonna let you know what the federal student loan debt relief is they're gonna tell you how you um the pell grant and the non-Pell Grant amounts, 20000 10000 respectively. I'm going to tell you who qualifies. Again, it's a, I mean, it says it right here. Your income for $125,000 in 2021 or 2020. It's crazy they give me all 2020. And the same thing for families as well. And then saying if you file federal taxes, your income requirements are based on your adjusted gross income, which tends to be lower than your total income. Your AGI can be found yep, on line 11 in the IRS form 1040. So again, look at your IRS form. Your 1040, that's like the final one you submit with all of your information. And then it says, look at line 11. That's going to let you know what your AGI is for 2020 or 2021. It's going to let you know how it works. You got till December 31st of 2023. So again, you got you have the end to next year. We'll determine your eligibility and we'll contact you if they need more information. Then it says your loan servicer will notify you when your relief has been processed. All right. Then it's just asking for your information, bar information. It's one page. First name, middle initial, just a middle initial, right? It's, that's optional, by the way. Last name, former last name. So if you were married or changed your last name, you have to put that. It says optional former last name. I would definitely put that. It's saying you need to put this just in case uh, any other last name may have been provided to the Department of Education. So most of you who got married is, is likely your your um, student loans or in your maiden name. If you want, you know, if you were married you know, after you graduated from college, so you likely need to put your maiden name there as well. Then they need your social. They need to put social again to verify your birth date, your phone number, email, and then confirm your email. And that's just saying that you agree uh, to this form. You submit, uh, submit the information. Um, you affirm that one of the following is true from 2020, January 1st to December 31st, 2020, or January 1st, December 31st, 2021. Okay, you made less than the required income on file federal taxes. I filed, you made single tax filer, made less than 125K. Married, filed separately, and made less than 125K. Married, filed jointly, and made less than 250K. And then filed as head of household and made less than two hundred fifty thousand, and then qualifying widow or widower and made less than two hundred fifty k. All right, and then it says you file federal taxes, your income requirements. Okay, it's the same thing about the ten, uh, eleven, uh, line eleven for the ten forty. And again, you have to put in your first name, your middle initial, and your last name. And then you said that certify button. That's it, y'all. That's the student loan forgiveness form. 
They need your first name, your middle initial, your last name, your social, your phone number, and your date of birth and your email. That, that's all they're asking for. It'd be interesting to see how many people get pushed back as far as I'm saying they need more information. And this is just the mobile version. I mean, it's the exact same thing. It's just obviously more condensed because it's on a smaller screen. All right, y'all. That's it. The student loan relief. It, I mean, it looks like it's about to be on the way. Very interesting that the government would drop this form the day before they have to go to court. That's a uh, that's a very interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to end the broadcast. How, how do I stop sharing my screen? Look at me struggle streaming out the gate. Oh, snap. How do I do it? I don't know how to stop sharing my screen. There we go. Stop screen. It's right there. All right, y'all. It's going to be interesting today, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if they come out and they say that this too long forgiveness is not, is at least being delayed through the uh, the district court judge, then I'll update y'all. But um, my guess is with them dropping this information, this article, you know, I mean, y'all know how politics works, but that, that just doesn't make sense. That, that'd be a bad move. Or maybe they're, or maybe it's a good move, right? They're trying to say, "Hey, we dropped the form." Then they said, "You know, y'all can't use the form." But the form seems straightforward, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing, meaning, as I said in the very last line of the article, they're going to make they're doing everything they can to make sure the website doesn't crash. So that means you guys should be able to get on there, submit it very quickly, and um, you know, hopefully get your forgiveness underway. Again, like I said, my guess is that if the Department of Education does not have your income already. Your process might take a little bit longer. Very interested to see if the website does or doesn't go down, how fast the forgiveness occurs, if there is a delay between different loan service providers. There's a lot of different things that need to occur here. And also interested to see who does get pushed back as far as what information they need. But again, your income can be your 2020 or your 2021 income. So um, you don't you don't have to pick and choose if you made let, whichever the Whichever one is the lesser of the two, that's the income that you'll be able to use. All right. That, that's it for the student loan information, y'all. It's uh, it's on the way. I'm, I'm very excited and anxious to see how it actually all plays out because my guess is going to be some hiccups along the way. But hopefully those of y'all that get it, you get it right. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. But um, hopefully y'all don't have any issues with that and that um, you've been putting in the work in the past to take advantage of this opportunity, right? Luck equals hard work plus opportunity. Very lucky to get this, to have this opportunity, but if you put in the hard work to pay down your student loans, this 10K or 20K or even up to 40K if you're married can actually help you on your debt payoff slash financial journey. So whether or not I think they should or should not do the forgiveness is being done, right? I mean, at the end of the day, the 10K has come, is on the way. And for those of you that actually have been aggressively paying off your student loan debt, and you're just waiting on this to save your money, so you're going to pay it off, and you're about to make, I know people about to make 20K, that it's made 20K, because they've been holding off due to forbearance, they weren't paying their loans, because they already had the money saved up, and then it's like, yeah, if this forgiveness happens, it happens, and we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to pay it off and save the 20K, and if it doesn't, then, you know, you're just going to pay it off. Now, I know some people, they got less than 10K. And so all the money they have saved up is to pay off their student loans. They're about to just make that all back. And then I know some people where they still got to pay off their student loan debt, even with this 10K, but it's significantly sped up their journey. It's cut off, um, you know, a year on their debt payoff journey to the point now where, hey, they can lock in and might be able to pay off their, their the rest of their student loan debt in, you know, six months or so, depending on how much more they want to work. But for those of you who just sat on your ass and then do a damn thing and just let the student loans sit and sit and sit and you make no payments. Again, if you lost your job, I'm not talking about you due to the pandemic. But for those of you who did not or didn't have a decrease in income, should I say you might have lost your job or got a new one like myself? No, 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 no. You can't not pay off your debt 
and then be mad when the debt don't get paid off when they don't do the full full forgiveness. Small set of you, not small set, but enough of you who have the six figures plus, right? And this 10K is nothing. Hey, if you went and got six figures in student loan debt, you need to talk to your family. People uh, encourage you to go to school and ask them why they didn't let you know that you need to pick a degree with some money. Okay, if you got six figures in student loan debt, um, it should uh, be because you're trying to be um, a lawyer or a doctor. That those are those are the only reasons. Those are, and by, by I say a doctor, I mean like you know MD type of stuff, not just go get a doctor. A lot of y'all are a doctor because you got a doctorate, but you ain't got no doctor medical MD type of money. Okay, that that's unfortunate. All right, so again, the form will be up. They said my guess would be sometime next week. I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh the seventeenth, which is next Monday, uh, pending this court case. If the court if they if the court case says y'all can't get the student loan forgiven, then I don't know what the administration is going to do. My my guess would be they're just gonna. I don't know if they're gonna extend it because they 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 said it's starting back up January first, so it, it it'll be interesting um to see how that happens, and then I'll obviously break that down if that, if that does happen. But all right, y'all, that's it again. Remember to hit that like button before you go out the door. Make sure you turn on the notification bells. You share and subscribe as well to the YouTube channel. Again, my information is silent underscore Corey Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Show notes. You can find my financial coaching information again $50 for one one hour session a month $100 for up to one one hour session a week and again my co-host stop stalling jay on twitter instagram and tiktok as well his business page is finally fit instagram and facebook and then finally fit.live again the live classes have started back up so you will be able to come in class and we have we jordan has said on here that the classes are at 6 p.m today which is wednesday will be the last 6 p.m class Jordan and his wife are moving the classes to 5.30 a.m. starting uh, Monday, November 17th. So for those of you who say, hey, I would love to join a class, but 6 p.m. don't work for me, the morning would be better. Jordan is moving the class to 5.30 a.m. starting Monday. So if that works better for you, this would be a great time to reach out and join. If you don't have Jordan's information, just reach out to me and I can send it to you. But again, like I said, stop stalling Jay or finally fit slash mindlyfit.live. But this will be the perfect time to join the class as we are starting it on Monday. All right. And then uh, my my fiance just walked in and distracted me. And then um, what's the last thing? Oh, yeah, that's it. The class starting back up. And then, yeah, um, if you have any questions, concerns, uh, just reach out to us. Leave the comments um, in the description. DM us anything you guys want us to talk about. Again, I had a topic lined up for today, but, you know, the form drop. I I don't want to keep doing student loan stuff. But, you know, if that's the topic right now, that's the topic right now. Um, oh, the, the last thing I was going to say is the classes are moving from 6 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. because, you know, the client, he, Jordan has prospective clients and some of his current clients like, hey, the morning will work better for me. So he's trying that out. And, you know, with the newborn, I think I believe him and his wife already worked out early in the morning. I think Jordan's shift is the late night slash early morning shift. So he's already up. So he was already he's already working out. I think they both might be already working out at 5.30. So why not just record the class? And then, you know, the clients prefer that as well as far as the majority of them. So we're going to try that out. If anything changes, I'll update y'all on here if it changes before Jordan gets back. All right. So make sure y'all save more and say less and keep making better your best. And I will catch y'all in the next one.